Alright, we're back at it again with another week and another episode and what a week it was on the stonks market. Uh, stonks! Stonks, baby. Uh, first Let's and go. foremost, uh, I will say I want to do some shout outs to um, uh, Hello Haley, followed a day ago. Uh, Madia18 is followed a day ago. Luke Free, followed 27 minutes ago. And Luther715 dropped us a follow three minutes ago so i appreciate you guys following our podcast on this wonderful streaming platform that is twitch and we thank you guys for being here squash aka discount jamie uh first in the chat as always thank you sir be prepared to do your job tonight that you're not getting paid for uh other than that we have uh with us tonight really (laughs) really you can put this as community service for the navy if you need to put it it on your resume uh Other than that, tonight's guests are my father right here, Matt. Hello. Um, he is, in my opinion, one of the smartest people I know and knows a great deal about many things and has some has some thoughts about uh, the stonks and what happened this week. And then uh, I'll let Alex introduce our second guest. Well, this is my guest, Wade Metters, uh, who is coincidentally one of the smartest people that I know that um, texted me when GameStock game stock see what i did there <laughs> game stock was about 36 dollars a share and uh, as you all know it's up to about 300 and plus dollars a share now so figured what better person in the world who got me in on uh not the ground level we talked about that but pretty darn close to the early very early beginnings mm. and now here we are in the craziness of it all so indeed that was my my fomo as i thought about investing in gamestop because i'm a nerd and love video games i thought about doing that like some point last year when their stock was like three dollars and i was like no 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 they're gonna file bankruptcy soon there's no point that's just waste of money and now here we are now look at you you big dummy i know it (laughs) (laughs) missed out on a fat payday shit If you had gotten in at three dollars a share, you would be looking at a pretty fat payday. Yeah, I know. I would have. If I got in at three dollars a share back like last summer when they were that cheap, I would have bought probably at it. Ten. Let's face it, ten. Me? Nah, at three dollars a share, <laughs> I would have bought like. You would have only been able to afford ten. Okay, maybe last summer I would have only been able to afford ten. I'm in a position now where I can afford more than that. But at three dollars, at three dollars a share, right. at three dollars a share, I would have, I would have flirted with financial ruin. <laughs> but hindsight's 2020 and we didn't we didn't make it that go around so we'll see what happens right but i really, uh, yeah. really want to make a shirt that just says stonks and then what in the world podcast yeah hey we get hey, there man i'm telling you right now just do it and put it out there you will sell a bunch of them yeah well yeah. for all you that's listeners your, that's, out that's there your, stay that's tuned. your way to financial independence right there alex to this podcast hitting it big fingers crossed hey someone made a fortune selling a smiley face on a t-shirt for fuck's sake that's true one second guys he was on forrest gump right not that one (laughs) (laughs) i need a shout out on forrest gump (laughs) that was forrest gump that's for sure uh also hello to uh poison fantasy and gail force as always thank you for being here we love you guys we are turning up well ben's turning up the audio for the guests as we speak hopefully that should be good i'll keep an ear on it 
Yeah, somebody's gonna have to let us know if the guests are still low. Yep. But I did did my best. I've got them turned up as loud as I can get them turned up on on my mixer here. So. But yeah. So um, well, I'm gonna start with I'll start with Dad. What are what are uh what are your thoughts so far on the craziness that has happened this 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 past week and and watching uh watching it unfold. Um, and I, and we'll just start with that. And, and we're, we're definitely going to have to take turns. Cause if there's yeah. one thing I learned from the spike spike podcast is when we have people zooming in, I don't want to talk over people. So maybe we start with Matt and let's just go from there. What are my thoughts? Uh, uh, FOMO, damn it. I missed out. I didn't get <laughs> in on it. Um, number two, uh, I don't mind sticking it to the man. Uh, the, the hedge funds, the big banks, they manipulate the markets. The Fed is manipulating the gold and silver market as we speak. Um, you know, uh, it's about, it's about us retail investors, us small guys getting, getting one back. Um, they prey on us. They use us. They chew us up. They spit us out. They take our money. They don't care. We go bankrupt, but when they hurt, they want to cry on national television and tell tell everyone how bad we are. That like, shit was so screw funny. You. <laughs> screw you. Um, do I think the SEC needs to step in and regulate? If they do need to regulate, they need to regulate the big hedge funds. I mean, how you can short a company more shares than they actually had in their float, it, that's beyond me. All right? That should not be allowed. Um but overall, my thing is, it's a free market. Uh, we beat them at their own game. Um, well, those of the, those of you that invested did. I didn't, unfortunately. But, you know, we beat them at their own game. And stiff shit. Suck it up, buttercup. Life, uh, life's short. You lost. Too bad. That's my, that's my condensed view. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Good podcast, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> uh no nah, all right uh wait go ahead what, what are your thoughts on, on everything because i know uh well you can get into it but i just, let's hear what you got to say um i would it's been a crazy week um obviously I, so i i am one of those people that did get in on it um I, although i have to say matt i uh, i have a little bit of fomo myself because i wish i'd put in more um, <laughs> but, uh, right? um but um no, it's been a crazy week. I, I, uh, I agree with I agree with everything you said. Um, you know, the fact of the matter is uh, we're, we're looking at a, uh, you know, there's a lot of people advocating for a, a redistribution of wealth. This is the kind of redistribution of wealth that I support. Um, yeah. The, the, the every man um, making a, a savvy play based on a stock that was undervalued, um, you know, I, I got in uh, a little over 30 a share, um, you know, with a, a hope that it would be, uh, you know, 60, 90, something like that by the end of the year. Um, there are people that called this kind of blow up. I was not, I'm not that, that, that smart. I just saw something that I thought was a, a good value. Um, but yeah, it, it's been wild. Um, anybody who doesn't think the game is, uh, is rigged, um, I, you know, you're, uh, I, I think we've we've seen the answer to that uh, play out on a, a very broad public scale this week, um, and you know we were we were talking before uh, before going live. Um, 
as a as somebody who holds GameStop stock, I absolutely fucking love it because if there was one thing they could do to get everybody in the country and really the world, um, talking about how the uh, the U.S. U.S. market is rigged, um, and you know get people off the uh, off the sidelines and into the game, um, it was it was manipulating it to the uh, the degree that they did. So um, I love it. I'm, I'm fired up that uh, people are uh, are are finally realizing that the uh, the way way you get even with the uh, the hedge funds and the uh, the masters of the universe isn't by uh you know protesting or trying to occupy wall street it's by kicking them exactly where it hurts so that's right. the pocket 100 so, percent. so we don't start a revolution by showing up to capitol hill in a viking suit and storming congress while they're trying to put in the next president that's not how it goes uh, you can try that the results show that that one doesn't seem to work very well um that's why knocking you're 70 me, billion <laughs> knocking 70 billion off of uh off of hedge funds uh, i think it was this week or uh, yeah this maybe week the last two weeks yeah this week that's, they lost uh, 70 billion so yeah that's a that's a better start so i would like to start because i know a lot of the people in this chat don't exactly let me put it this way I didn't know exactly what a hedge fund was. I had a general understanding of what a hedge fund was until probably Friday. And it took me watching about six different videos, one of those videos twice to where I fully understand what a hedge fund is and, and how it operates basically. So I wanted to, to start by, I don't care if it's me or maybe Wade or Matt, I don't know who wants to do it, um, do. but really I can do it. Um, just describing in like as layman's terms as possible what a hedge fund is. And the example that I'm going to use came from Ben Shapiro. Um, ben Shapiro, it, I like the guy. I don't agree with everything that he talks about. Obviously, big time right wing guy. But he calls things as he sees it. He leaves politics out of his decision making as much as possible. So I'm going to break it down like he did as, as simple as possible, except I'm going to use Wade for my example. Okay. So I'm a hedge funder, right? And Wade is a broker. So a banker, essentially. I'm looking at the market and I see GameStop and I see GameStop is worth $50 a share. And I say, you know what? Um, I don't think GameStop is worth that. In fact, I think GameStop is going to decrease in value. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go out and borrow some shares from the broker at $50 a share. So then what I'm going to go and do is I'm going to go sell those stocks for $50 a share. With the agreement to Wade that in one month, I'm going to have to come back and pay those shares back to him with a certain fee attached. So now in a month, when GameStop has gone from $50 a share to $20 a share, I'm now paying Wade back a share that wasn't as worth as much as it was when I first purchased it from him, therefore what I sold it for. So the gain for Wade now is I'm gonna pay him a percentage, okay? So let's say, let's say the stock was worth $50 when Wade gave it to me, okay? 
when I go back and give it to Wade, I'm going to pay him back the share that's now worth $20 a share, just say, plus a $30 fee. And let's just say it's one share, just for easy math. Wade gave it to me at $50. I sold it for $50. I'm giving it back to Wade. Now it's worth $20, but I'm giving him, say, $10. I am up $20 because the way the share that Wade gave to me was worth $20 when I gave it back to him plus $10 for the fee. So I'm up $20. Wade is now up $10. Therefore we both win. So what happened in this case was some people identified that 140% of GameStop stock had been shorted i.e. the hedge fund said, hey, we're going to go buy or borrow all of this share from brokers in hopes that in a month, that share is going to be less than what it's valued at right now. And then our Reddit rebels, my fucking heroes. Our brothers on Wall Street bets. (laughs) Hold the line, baby. Came into play and said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because all of this was public knowledge that it had been shorted 140%. They said, well, wait, what if we mobilize a small army on a little chat called Wall Street Bets and we all go out and buy that stock? And so what's going to happen when people buy stock is the price of that stock is now in return going to go up. So now I've borrowed put me back in the hedge funders view and Wade the broker. Now I've borrowed these shares from Wade and I've sold them at $50 a stock. But now a month later, I have to go give that stock back to Wade. So now it's worth $70 a stock. So what do I have to do? I have to go buy the stock, which what happens when people buy stock, the price goes up. So now you're in this tug of this tug of war situation where the hedge funders have to go back and buy into the stock to pay it back, albeit so they can try to get in at the right time so they don't completely lose their asses. But you have this mobilized group of people in in Reddit bets who are driving the stock right back up and they're losing their asses. I think it was Matt said earlier when their billionaires are crying on TV. It was hilarious. Tears. They are shedding tears on TV. Alligator tears, may I add, because nobody feels sorry for you. You've been doing this shit from the very beginning, and now you're finally getting the sharp end of the sword, and you want the rest of the world to feel bad for you. Kiss off, if I may put it very frank. I'm trying not to swear as much on this podcast. I'm I'll really swear. Not. Fuck them. Uh, yeah, fuck them <laughs> indeed. Fuck them and fuck them hard. I uh, if I would probably cry if I lost seventy billion dollars uh, in a week. So no, I am going to sure. go ahead and, and uh, empathize with that. Uh, one thing I wanted to clarify: uh, so shorts don't expire. Actually, puts expire. Uh, puts are option calls. Shorts don't expire. There's an interest percentage that they pay, uh, and that interest percentage is determined by the brokers. So the situation we're in is um, because the stock is skyrocketing. Uh, that interest percentage just keeps going up and up. And so really that that combined with the fact that they do 
inevitably, you know, have to cover some of those shorts is how you lose $70 billion in one week. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, Wade, that if I remember correctly off what I read, the interest that they're paying on their short position to begin with is an average of 23%, and it goes up from there. That sounds about right. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, so, obviously, it fluctuates so, based on the delta, but that that sounds about right. Yeah, uh, these guys could right now. These guys could be paying thirty, thirty-two percent interest on their short position. Ouch! I uh, I had a really funny video that I wanted to show everybody. Um, Which, but just, sorry, Ben, I didn't mean to cut you off. Just no, you're good. just for comparison, view the average home loan right now is probably around a percentage of three to six percent, depending on what your credit rate is. And these guys are going to be looking at a 20 to 30, 20 on the low end, 30% interest rate on their initial investment, which is yeah, going to they're cost probably, them. They're, they're, they're probably paying 30, $32 a hundred uh, in interest on their short position right now. That's and they can't close it. Wade's right. They can't close that out. You know, everyone says, oh, they've got it covered. But again, Melbourne Capital. Like, understand this with GameStop, Melvin Capital had shorted that that stock. And when it started to climb, when uh, the Reddit forum, uh, Wall Street bets, and they all got involved in it, and people like Wade got involved in it, and it started to climb, these guys borrowed $2.75 billion from two other hedge funds. Now, they borrowed that to that supposedly to cover their shorts. You know what they did? They doubled down on their shorts. Exactly. And so yep. suddenly suddenly now they put another 2.75 billion in shorts to try and push the Wall Street bets guys out and it didn't happen. I can't imagine how Well there was a couple of like Asian like at least one I know like Asian investor that like the market's open on Monday and he just bought like three million dollars worth of GameStop shares. Well ten, look at ten, uh, ten million? Uh, wait, I yeah, may, yeah, I may he, butcher uh, the guy's name. I may butcher the guy's name, but Chamath uh Chamath Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't I don't you know he that he's a venture capitalist now, but he was a exact for one of the uh, fang stocks at one point in time and i don't want to butcher the guy's name but he's very good he was on cnbc the other day and the cnbc interviewer was like so you're saying we should just let these guys go broke and he said absolutely fuck yeah <laughs> the, guy, the guy was like ah. <laughs> oh yeah that, that was a that was a painful interview to watch shredding <laughs> that guy yeah, the um, first eight seconds is the best when he said, yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's wild. Wade Wade sent me the screenshot of that Japanese billionaire. I want you to tell the story, Wade, because you told it to me firsthand from the very start, from when he tweeted and said he was going to put a million into GameStop. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what happened. He uh, he follows the Wall Street Press Forum. He's uh, actually he's, he's Chinese, not Japanese, but he uh, is a 30-year-old tech billionaire from China. Um, obviously, uh, I don't know if he's a Redditor, at least, at least he follows it, but, um, tweeted that he was, uh, putting a million in and, uh, going to try to rally some support in, uh, in Asia, um, you know, get, got such a a positive, uh, response from that, I guess that he decided a million wasn't quite enough. So he, uh, he upped it to 10, so he's putting 10 million in, um, 
market cap for for GameStop is pretty big at this point. You know, ten ten million is probably not going to move the needle too much. But uh, you know, one guy putting in ten million along with everything else coming out there, I sure as hell doesn't hurt my feelings. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, I, I shared a meme of. Uh, you know that like there's a meme of the farmer like holding his pitchfork like standing out and it's like sunset and the guy's looking over his shoulder and he said I just spent my last two dollars on GameStop stock it ain't much but it's an honest living <laughs> <laughs> hashtag hold the line I'm like I, I had what well, it is right just well, that, those guys in the uh, street, dude that's been the craziest part about all of this to me I mean the the short a short squeeze, you know, which is which is what it's called when uh, there's a massive short position and, and people buy up the stock to drive the price up. It's called a short squeeze. Um, that, you know, this isn't unique. Um, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people, especially if they've been following, are familiar with the 08 Volkswagen squeeze, which yeah. resulted um, in a, a brief period of time with Volkswagen being the most valuable company in the world. Um, obviously, they're not there now. But uh, still, still doing relatively well. But um, the the craziest thing to to me about all this is exactly what Alex said. Um, you know, uh, there are people who have had no interest in the stock market at all, uh, and you know they're going in a hundred bucks on GameStop stock or partial GameStop stock just to, to stick the middle finger to Wall Street. Um, you know, a super divisive uh, election that we just went through. Um, and now all of a sudden Donald Trump Jr. and uh, AOC are, are on the same page and they're on the same page saying fuck Wall Street. So um, there you go, folks. GameStop unified the country. Yeah, not Joe Biden. <laughs> GameStop of all things. Um, yeah, I had a really funny video I wanted to show you guys and I was just trying to pull it up. But apparently uh, TikTok removed it from the guy's page because it was shitting on Congress. But whatever. Um <laughs> I have another one, which basically sums up the the last week um, of what happened, uh, and it's 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 pretty it's pretty good. So let me I'm gonna pull it over here. All you care about is money. Actual twist. This town Why? deserves a better class of criminal, and I'm gonna give it to him. Oh no, what Twitch life? Yeah, Twitch Tell life. Tell your men they work for me now. This is my city. It's the scene oh, from um, Batman where the Joker is burning Why don't we a cut whole, you up in that little whole pile of money and that gangster hmm? is like, and we'll see what are you doing? Oil, a hungry and dog Joker's really is. In his face and and it's not about money. It's about sending a message. <laughs> Everything burns. Uh, you, you can visualize it. All you care um, about. But, so yeah, so the... the but, yeah, classic criminal, and he, at the end of it, he's yeah. like, "It's yeah. not about the money. <laughs> it's not everything. about the money. We just Every... want to watch the world." Burn. He's like, "Everything burns," and it's like that, that was the whole thing. So yeah, the, the Reddit investors, everybody from Wall Street Bros, they're the Joker in that situation, and we're like, "Baka hedge funds," and they're I all can, crying. So it's super great. I can tell you that I have money that I would miss into GameStop but if I lost it all tomorrow just to send the message to Wall Street that hey you're not gonna fuck with the little guy like this anymore we're on you we we know what you're doing we recognize what you're doing and if that all had to burn tomorrow I would be sad but I'd be okay with it 
And Wade, I don't know how much if you want to disclose your uh, position would, in game stock, but uh, I, I'm, I'm about the movement. I, I would I would definitely want to cash some of mine out before uh, before that went to zero. But um, I, you know, I will say I think this will uh, this will change how um, shorts work moving forward um, because any company that uh, any Anybody that tries to short over 100%, which I'm, I'm with Matthew, uh, I don't even see how that's legal. Um, but uh, yeah, you're you're asking asking for for trouble. Uh, I think the the term that was coined was a uh, vigilante uh, vig- vigilantism when it comes to uh, shorts. Yeah, well, I so, think um, what we're gonna see out of this, no matter what, is 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 uh, the fact that the little guy came to the playground where the big boys have been playing and. Played, played them at their own game and hurt them in their pocketbook it's going to force like re- i think it's going to force regulation to come as a whole i don't think it's just it, and what would suck is if it just comes regulating the retail investors and allows big you know hedge funds to continue doing what they're doing but with the with the amount of 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 eyeballs that are on this now i think it's just going to be a blanket legislation that's going to come down and and try and regulate how hedge funds and retail investors operate in regards to shorts and stuff like this. So we, we might not see something like this crazy happen again, but that, that's, you know, that's my take on it. Um, if they were to just regulate the little guys, um, I feel that that'd be a bad look and then things might go crazy well, I, from there. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I want to say this and I'm, I'm probably going to digress a little bit and then I'll come back to what I, to, to this GameStop stuff. Okay. Um, firstly, I'm, obviously got some age on you guys all right um i'm i'm not a millennial (laughs) just a little bit uh so but this speaks to a wider picture all right what this gamestop and amc and nokia and the wall street bets and everything speaks to a wider picture um you're looking you're 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 looking at middle class america and lower class america talking to the elite saying enough is enough okay um we're tired of being stomped on we're we're tired of being told we can't make it we're tired of being put in a position that we don't want to be in and we're going to beat you at your own game and you did you i mean they virtually did you know um but there's a wider picture here you know you guys have a country now at your fingertips you talk about um and i'll this is where i'm going to digress a little bit you're talking about like blm which at the heart of blm i agree with the heart of blm okay don't get me wrong i agree with the heart of blm racism is terrible i raised my kids ben will tell you i raised my kids not to be racist i raised my kids to accept everyone for who they are okay um, you talk yeah. about you talk about Antifa, right? Anti-fascists. But Antifa is using fascist tact- tactics to get their message out. If you look at what Hitler did at the beginning of Nazism, because Hitler was a fascist, Mussolini was a fascist. If you look at what they did in Italy and Germany back in World War II, the Hitler Youth was used to beat and burn Jewish businesses to to put the jews in their place that's exactly what antifa is doing they're using fascist techniques 
to get an anti-fascist movement started. Um, BLM is burning the crap out of everything and beating down statues to get their message out. I don't think that Martin Luther King did that. Well, I, I'm really glad that you brought this up, Matt, because I was going to want to transition to this point at some point in time where the overarching narrative of why all of these things happen is because people are frustrated. They're yeah. tired of the little guy getting kicked down and I out. Think the, yeah, the American public, Alex, honestly, the American public as a general rule, and understand this, I'm not American. Uh, I'm not even a citizen. I'm a permanent resident. So tomorrow I'll probably be on a plane flying back to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Papa, no! You got a hundred days, man. You're good. You got a hundred days. I, You're fine. I will, take, I will take a free plane ticket home. I, <laughs> I will take a free plane ticket home. Uh, uh, the thing about it is, like, the American little guy is tired of being beat. You, you, you hear all the time about the American dream. But for whatever reason, somewhere along the line, they ripped the rug out from underneath your feet. And this whole GameStop, Wall Street bets, all of this, pushed that into the mainstream. And said, we're not going to be put down anymore. We want to be treated as people. And we want to be treated as intelligent people, not someone that you can prey on, you know, um, and I, I, I applaud it. I really do applaud it. I think it's a good thing. And I think if the government steps in and the SEC steps in and they start regulating the little guy, then I, I see a tinderbox happening here. I see a very big correlation, not that I'm this old, all right. Now, I don't need any jokes. Thanks, Ben. Uh, <laughs> but I see a very big correlation. If you go back and read the history of World War II and the buildup in Germany uh, before World War II, uh, uh, Germany and England, and Neville Chamberlain and all of that sort of stuff, there's a very big correlation between what's happening now in the United States and what happened in Germany and Great Britain before World War II. Well, I, I said it on the cast with spike right it, it's it's the same narrative that donald trump ran on and got elected as the president of this country we're going to drain the swamp we're tired of the big government we're tired of big brother quote unquote if you will regulating and winning we're we're tired of the little guy getting kicked and then he got in and yeah, he did some good things. He did some bad things, but we're still playing in the same game where it's the mouse chasing the cheese right. and the mouse gets the cheese and they say, good job. You got the cheese. Now go back while we collect our billions of dollars in wall street and manipulate the market. And the second that the little guy starts to manipulate the market, whoa, 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 Robin hood. Hey, halt that trading. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're blatantly manipulating the market in plain sight. And it, it, it's insane to me that we continue to run this same race as the mice that we are chasing the cheese. And eventually the mice don't get together and say, you know what? Fuck this, dude. I'm tired of cheese. Uh, you, there's steak 
over there and they're smoking cigars and drinking bourbon like that looks pretty good why don't we get together and say fuck this cheese we're done with this <laughs> right you know what i mean like it, right. it it's it's and I always go back to it, third-party candidate. But I actually heard on Fox News for the first time this week, a, the man who predicted that this would happen, that social media would begin to manipulate the Wall Street market, said that he sees for the first time ever, if not a possibility, if not a damn outright chance for a third-party to rise up and actually take advantage of this situation where we all feel frustrated, we might be able to have an actual chance. Well, and if you, because I know most Americans don't, and I, and I know I paint with a broad brush, but most Americans don't listen to outside news. But if you'll get out and listen to news in Britain and Australia and other countries, they're all predicting, all of those guys are predicting the rise of a third party in the U.S., well, and I think um, what you were saying a second ago, where um, if if they just regulate the little guys, that starts that, and then tinderbox will come on. I think you know that's what I was kind of getting at earlier is that if they do um, just put reg, uh, you know regulations and legislation out that 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 limit the little guys' involvement, um, Wall Street bets is just the beginning, and I think it'll 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 spark maybe not an outright civil war, but it will spark a, a large class warfare. Um, and, uh, and that's what you've got. Go ahead, Wade. Sorry. Well, no, I was just going to say, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, Matt, you talked earlier about, uh, math in the interview on, uh, um, CNBC. Um, he's running for governor of California. Um, oh, I didn't know that. that was announced. So that was announced earlier this, uh, either la I think earlier this week or late last week. Um, but uh, and I say that meaning, uh, you know, I think it was sometime around January 24th, 25th. Um, the other day. Now, based, based on his uh, based on his actions in the past, I, I think he would have come out the way that he did anyway. But um, I mean, we're talking about a, a very, very savvy and intelligent person. Um, I think he realizes that um, this is this is his chance. You want to make a name for yourself? You want to go get the governor's mansion in California? call bullshit on wall street manipulating the market and fucking the little guy right. because but you know who who doesn't want to vote for the guy who uh is, is fighting actually actively campaigning for the little guy in a public forum against wall street wait um so you know i'm Go ahead. Tell, tell me a little bit about what the little guy is doing for their local communities with the profits that they've already gotten from their GameStop stock. Tell me a little bit about that, because you sent me those articles, and I want to give you the chance to explain it. I did. Um, you know, I, they uh, they did not hold the line. They did cash some of it out. Um, you know, it, the uh, you know, but uh, when they did. Um, you know, you see, see uh, these people giving back to their communities. I sent Alex a screenshot uh, that was posted in the Wall Street Bets forum. Was uh, um, teachers, because uh, Melvin Capital and uh, the other two hedge funds, Citadel and uh, uh, Point 92 or, or whatever it was, um, a lot of those have pensions for teachers, firefighters, that kind of thing. And so, uh, you know, unfortunately for those people, those people who are, are blue collar Americans uh, and who worked their whole lives, um, their pension is with the hedge fund uh, who made a, a, 
uh, sucker's bet or, or uh, what, what is shown to be a sucker's bet. Um, and so those people are losing their pensions. Well, Wall Street bets is like, hey, we our our fight is Wall Street against Wall Street. It's not you guys. If you were if you lost your pension, let us know because we're making a, a bunch of money off of this. We're going to help you. Uh, one one just here in Dallas uh, sold sold some of his and went to GameStop, bought a, a couple hundred uh, Nintendo Switches, and took them all to uh, to St. Jude's. Um, so that's you know, the whole point is, um, it, it's a community and they're taking care of the community. That's that you know, there's a, a thread about um, make sure. Make sure that when, you know, those of you that do make a bunch of money off of this, make sure you are doing something for, for the people. There are instances where uh, folks have sold their game stock and have gone to game, into GameStop and given all the employees working $100. Just, hey, you know, we're supporting the company. We want to support you guys because, you know, just because the, the shareholders are, are making a bunch of money doesn't mean that translates to the employees. So they're, they're trying to help everybody. And I don't want to dominate this conversation, but there's also another guy who uh, went and bought $1,000 worth of coffee and donuts. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. Went to his local hospital. So all the first responders, all the frontline workers, he said, hey, coffee and donuts on me. Like, and don't have a donut and a cup of coffee. Have eight donuts if you want. Like, we got plenty here. You know, it's the people who care about giving back to their local communities and not as a tax write-off, not as something that's like, oh, that's nice on paper as a press report. It's really me going back and donating back to the people who are hurting right now. The little guy like me that was getting screwed for so long and let's give this back to our community. Yeah, and I think that's super great about the whole thing is that, yeah, they wanted to, to stick it to Wall Street, but they didn't forget about everybody else that's around them um, that needs help too. Uh, but I think that I I think that's class warfare uh, in the United States at its best. Like you would never see one of these hedge fund billionaire guys go and give Nintendo switches or anything to St. Jude's if he wasn't getting a tax write off. Right. Whereas the regular Joe is like, I don't care if I get it back on taxes or not. You know. And it's really become this whole thing really has become a, a a rally cry around class warfare. We're done. We're done with you guys raping us. Yeah. You guys you guys need to start giving back. You know, and like we said earlier, the rug got the rug of the American dream got ripped out from under us underneath us, but we still got spoon fed. If you work hard enough and do this and do that, you can make it. And the system's been rigged against us for so long and we've finally seen behind the veil. And we're like, we don't have a, a a snowball's chance in hell of making it if we, you know, we can work hard all our lives, but we're still we're just going to be nose to the grindstone until we die, while you guys rip us off and make money off of our backs. And and what have they told people of the lower class for so long? It's the classic meme right now, right? Well, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, invest your money, so on and so forth, and then when you actually start investing your money into something that is actually cheating the guy that has cheated you for so long, whoa, 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 Robin Hood, stop selling that stock. Stop it right now. We can't, we, we can't afford any more of it, which I kind of want to transition into next. Yeah. 
here the idea behind the halting of the stock, but that it, it's clear that that's exactly what was going on to the point where when the, the little guy finally started manipulating the system enough to where they could make as much money as the big guy was, no more. Go on Robinhood, can't buy the stock. Right, and it was coming out, I think Dad was mentioning to me before we went live that it's it's suspected that that order came out of the White House. The White House said, Robinhood, stop it. Stop, make, don't, let them, don't let them do it anymore. There's a couple of things... Um that I watched. One of them was there was a letter or an email that came out of uh, Robin Hood from a lower echelon tech guy um, that said they'd been contacted by the White House and told to suppress the purchase of uh, the stocks that were being purchased, AMC, you know, uh, GameStop and so on. Um, now, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what was put out. Um, the other thing is there was a video uh, that I watched on YouTube with the CEO of Weeble, uh, interviewed by oh, man, I can't think of the I can't think of the uh, Bazinga, Bazinga. Matt, Matt would you yeah. describe what Weeble is, just so people know? We Weeble is uh, another platform of trading, just like Robinhood on the internet. Um, it, it's an online broker that you can trade on. So the CEO of that company went on Bazinga uh, talks um, and interviewed with them. And he said that the SEC, the Security Exchange Commission, and the DTC, which is the Depository Trade Commission, okay, which covers the brokers for their losses and their wins, got together with the online companies to make sure they had enough money to cover the bets, basically. And so they shut down for a few hours. Well, at least Weeble shut down for like two and a half hours. Uh, obviously, Robin Hood was longer. Um, but they shut down to make sure that they had enough money to cover what was out in the marketplace. Because if a and, and we have to understand this, too. If a retail investor makes a bet and doesn't have the money to cover it and the brokerage firm allows it, the brokerage firm's on the hook. So they've yep. got to have the money to cover it up. Yep. And so uh, a little bit of clarification um, there, and Matt, you, you are uh, correct on us, uh, definitely. Uh, I've heard the uh, the call from the White House thing may have may have just been a, 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 a hoax, but, you know, who knows there. Um, so what, uh, what Matt is talking about is something called uh, margin trading. And correct. so a lot of these, a lot of these, um, a lot of these uh, apps and uh, brokerages will, allow you to borrow money equivalent to the current amount of your holdings and trade on that. Um, and, you know, uh, you end up in a scenario where, um, you know, Robinhood, which uh, apparently was having some liquidity issues of their own, um, was potentially on the hook if, uh, you know, if, if the stock tanked tremendously and then you have a bunch of people who, uh, who owe money that they don't have. Right. Um, so they, the margin trading uh, and them shutting that down, I understand because 
Robinhood doesn't do a credit check. You don't have to provide any kind of income verification um, to do margin trading, um, which I personally, I, I feel like that's like handing a, an 18 year old a, a, a credit card with a $30,000 limit and they're making 15 bucks an hour. But, um, you know, they don't do any of that. And so I completely understand the, the shutdown on the margin trading because, uh, you know, they were covering their own ass and, you know, they may have been trying to cover the, the asses of people who could end up in debt. But um, the one that, that irks me is the cash accounts were suspended as well. Um, I, I do not trade on margin. I yeah. don't borrow money against my, uh, against my shares. I, I trade my own money um, because then my downside is limited. I can only lose what I've put in. Um, in that situation, there's no risk for the, the brokers because they take your money to buy the stock you give them that money and they buy the stock. That's how it works. So, um, so to break it down in the layman's terms, again, I, I know that we've all done a lot of research on this and we all understand it, but to the chat, I just want to like try to break it down in as much layman's terms as possible. It'd be like if I went to the store and I had a hundred dollars in my pocket, right. But say I wasn't getting another hundred dollars until next week for whatever reason. Um, and somehow the store knew that. And I went to buy my groceries at the end of the day and I had $90. And it'd be like the store saying, or $90 worth of product rather. The store saying, well, wait a minute, Alex, you're gonna have to spend $5 on gas and you're gonna have to spend $5 on other expenses. And you're gonna have to buy this, that, and the other. So we're only going to allow you to buy $80 worth of groceries, i.e. You would say, wait a minute, buddy my money is not any of your business. I came here with my money to purchase your product. Therefore, you give me the product that I'm purchasing. That's how grocery stores work, right? Robinhood on the other end said, wait a minute, we want to protect our investors because we don't want them to get in over their heads and purchase more and lose their asses. But, but that's not how it works, Robinhood. We're, again, if you're trading on margins, i.e. taking out a loan against the stock, however you want to call it, that would be one thing. But I came here with my money to purchase a said product that your services provide. Therefore, I'm here to purchase that product. And Robinhood stepped in and said, for one day, not only can't you buy any of this, but on Friday, they said, we're not going to sell you more than one share. We're going to limit it to one share because we're looking out for the investor. We want to make sure they don't lose their ass. Which, which when you listen to the interview that the CEO of Robinhood did, uh, it, it was terrible. Um, yeah. He couldn't explain yeah. crap. Uh, but when you listen to the interview that the Weeble guy did on Bazinga, it made a lot more sense. And he was very open and honest. He shut it down for two and a bit hours because he was in a meeting with the DTC and the SEC about whether he could cover the margins calls or not. Um, that made sense. But after two and a half yep. hours, they opened back up. I get yep. that. Well, Robin Hood's got no excuse. Robin Hood yeah. literally tried to manipulate the little guy out of the market. Which is what, real fast, because I don't want to ignore chat because we kind of have been for a little bit here. This uh, Luther uh, mentioned something that he said it was sad because Robinhood because Robinhood markets the average Joe and then they just turned around and fucked them. 
for like a whole day, which is, you know, essentially true in what they did. And I do see all you guys' messages, but, you know, we're really, we're into it. I'm not ignoring you. I, I see you. <laughs> well, and Luke, for you to just touch on the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, yeah, Luke, if you listen to our podcast since the very beginning, we've talked about over and over again, we agree with the sentiment that Black Lives Matters. Absolutely. We don't agree with the organization that's a Marxist movement. Um, just to be clear there, because Black Lives do matter. Uh, absolutely and i hope i didn't offend anyone saying that no 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 no. you said it perfect matt and it's the same thing that we've said on this podcast time and time again even in the idea that black lives are being persecuted i wouldn't step up and say well wait a minute all lives matter michael che has a really great uh stand-up uh comedy special about somebody showing up to a twin towers movement and being like well the twin towers Twin towers matter. Well, what about all towers matter? It's like, well, that, that's not why we're here. Like we're here right. to commemorate the twin towers. And I don't want my life that's not being persecuted at the current time to be wrapped up into black lives that may or may not, in certain cases, very certainly are being compromised. I.e. black lives matter. Absolutely marxist ideas yeah the, I'm not real cool the slogan itself is fine the original founders are marxist and we don't support that but yeah we can move on now moving moving forward that. back to you know the topic at hand and, and robin hood and how they just fucked everyone um yeah like i have people that i work with a, a guy that i work with who who he's he does his investing he's he's new into the stock market stuff um uh, but he's he does his investing through Robinhood and and was trying to get in to see you know if he could get in on AMC and and some of the other ones and you know it told him no like you, you, the only thing you can do now is is sell to try and get those shares back into the market to drive the price down so the hedge funds didn't lose their ass but nobody sold and and Robinhood yep. like you know well, like Wade and Dad have said did a really piss poor job of explaining themselves uh, as to why that was their course of action. Well, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I do trade on Robinhood, and, um, you know, I, not, not all of my trades make money. Like just like anybody else's, I, uh, I had a, an option call that expired Friday out of the money, um, you know, lost a thousand dollars. They, uh, they didn't, they didn't step in to, uh, to help me out. Um, when I, when I lost a thousand dollars, they, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, you didn't, you didn't get a call. Uh, con- contrary to the, uh, Wait, before you put this options in, we just want you to know that, uh, you know, we're going to protect you here. So that way, if you lose, you only lose 500 versus 1,000. Well, yeah, I mean, contrary to the, uh, the the popular mantra on Wall Street bets, stocks don't always uh, only go up. True. Um, but, That's very uh, but, true. But apparently, when certain when certain stocks do go up, uh, you know, Robin hood doesn't let you buy any more of them. So I don't know. Um, That's a weird game we, game we play. I, uh, we want to ride the rocket to the moon, but, 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 uh, Robin hood said, no, nah, no, nah, there's weather. We can't launch this rocket right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I would love to have that, uh, love to have that thousand back that I lost on those, uh, FCX, uh, calls, uh, would, would obviously to, to buy more GameStop. So, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, I we'll was. See. We'll see if I get that money back from uh, Robinhood. I'm not holding my breath though. I don't know. They have a. I did a little bit of looking before we started. Right now, Robinhood has agreed to a 65 million dollar civil penalty uh, because there is a class action lawsuit out against them right now. 
Um, there's there's like dozens of them. So we'll see how much money all of you that are in Robinhood get from this this at least one $65 million civil penalty. Um, so we'll see how much you guys get. So you might get a thousand back. <laughs> so let me ask you, you know, out of the, uh, you know, in the 08 crash, the big banks with the mortgages made like hundreds of billions of dollars. Matt. And I think the largest fine ever paid out was like a hundred million. Matt. Yeah. Your your audio is real weird right it now. It went it went from like super good and... to now it sounds like Han Solo trying to tell him that everything's fine. Yeah. yeah everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I... I'm on a I'm on a I'm on a galaxy phone. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag iPhone. Anyway. Yeah. You you can keep talking. Sorry, I didn't. I just wanted to give you the chance to correct it if you could. No, uh, the thing is that uh, you know, like the big banks screwed everyone in the mortgage crisis of '08. They made hundreds of billions of dollars. I think the largest fine was a hundred million dollars, and no one went to jail. One These one guys, person. One person went to jail. There oh, was. I think there was. Yes. Yeah, I think I think there was one one trader who lost something like eight billion. Um, I think he ended up in jail. So um, they they I figured they found the guy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess out of all of this, it's like you know these guys have been raping us for hundreds of billions of dollars over the last number of years. How many of these guys do you think are going to jail? No one. How many of these guys do you think are actually going to pay a fine? I feel like there oh, will no, be fines, but it's not going to be. It's going to be like, yeah. uh, like you said, like there's not going to be a lot. It's not going to be a hefty fine. There's going to be like one little like slap on the wrist fine to try and appease the masses and be like, oh, we punished them, um, and then like things are going to continue. Well, if everybody's smart and and re- looks at it, and hopefully those of you you know that this gets out there and some people listen, like it's going to be a slap on the wrist fine. Don't well, accept it. <laughs> And and let's go back to the let's go back to the idea that I'm the hedge funder and that Wade is the broker, and Ben, let's say you're Robin Hood, right? I don't want to be Robin so, Hood. Well, I know you don't want to be Robin Hood. I don't want to be. The- no, you don't. You don't want to be I'm about to get ass fucked by the public and Congress. I don't want to be Robin Hood. This is going to hurt. I will not enjoy it. You think I want to be the Chad, the hedge funder? I'm just saying. Okay, so now I've shorted this stock, right? So now I have um, bought this stock or borrowed this stock from Wade at $50, which I turned around and sold. And now I owe Wade a stock that's worth $50 that I've sold, right? So I'm in the green, but now I have to turn around and give it back to Wade. And say I go to you, who is Robin Hood, and say, hey, Ben, Listen, man, I'm in over my head here. I'm up to my ass in debt on this deal. Will you halt trading on this stock? Because what do I know that's going to halt trading is going to cause? The stock is going to go closer to what I bought it for, correct? So if I said to you, hey, halt trading for a day or so, so I can turn around and give this stock back to Wade. And you're Robin Hood. You're like, hey. I got you, fam. <laughs> Alex does a lot of business with me. Yeah, sure. Let's halt trading for a couple of days. And let's pretend this is all legal. 
And now I go back and I Let's purchase pretend. the stock. In imagination. And I'm like, okay, well, now the stock is at $30. It's not $50, but it's still more than what I borrowed it from Wade as. I'll go back, I'll buy it. I'll give it back to Wade. Hey, Ben, I kind of lost my ass on this deal, but you can op open up trading again. Perfect. Hunky-dory. Great. Now we fucked the little guy. Congress is going to come knocking on my door. The IRS is going to come knock. The SEC, everybody else is going to come knocking on my door and say, hey, Alex, uh, that's called inside trading. And that's called market manipulation. And uh, you can't do that, man. So um, now you're under arrest for these crimes because you've manipulated the market and you've inside traded. And um, yeah, you're going to have to come to court. But that's not happening. Not at least for the well, hedge funds. Uh, I've I've seen, and I don't know. Hopefully, this is I'm not off base, but I've seen that Robinhood is like under investigation by Congress and everybody else because it was blatant market manipulation. So that that uh, they they have talked about opening it up, um, but Robinhood and, and I mean I don't I'm not defending Robinhood. Um, they they cost me a lot of money with what they did. Um, but, uh, so the other thing here, and it's something that, um, you know, we haven't addressed. So Citadel, uh, one of the, one of the hedge funds that own, um, that lent money to, uh, Melvin Capital, the same man that owns Citadel also owns, uh, another separate, uh, organization also called Citadel. Uh, and that's who does 60% of Robinhood's trades. So, um, you know, officially there is a, um, you know, what's called a, a Chinese wall, a firewall between uh, those two organizations. But, um, you know, may, maybe it's the skeptic in me, but uh, you got one guy who's got a hedge fund that's losing its ass because of what's happening on Robinhood. Uh, and then he owns the company that does 60% of Robinhood's business. Um, you know, I, I feel like that guy uh, should probably have to answer some questions from uh, from Congress as well, because you know that that looks uh, looks a little shady to me. Wow, Wayne, um, that's interesting. Uh, Robin Hood. If you go and look at their financials, they make no money from the retail trader. That's correct. That's correct. We are their, their product. From? Where do they make their, their money? Product. If they're not making it from the guys that trade, the retail traders, where are they making their money? Uh, my guess would be that uh, that Citadel uh, Securities Company yeah. that's doing sixty um, percent of their yeah. business. Right. I'll take I'll take from Wall Street. I mean, what is Wall Street for a thousand? <laughs> <laughs> right. They're making their money from the hedge funds. They're getting a commission to run their business through these guys. Um. And that's where they're making their money because they're not charging any commission on the retail trader. Hey, Wade, Wade, what was, uh, what was the position that Robin hood was looking for as of Friday morning? They had a new job post. They did. They did. You, uh, you actually called that one out for me. Um, they, uh, they were looking for a, uh, an experienced litigator, uh, with experience <laughs> specifically, uh, in dealing with, 
uh, congressional investigations and SEC investigations. And I saw something. I am sure that that was just a coincidence. Minimum of eight years experience. Minimum. And I've seen Minimum something. I saw something recently too that said they've bolstered their their legal team with like six new lawyers in that kind of like realm of 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 dealings um, because they're about to get screwed. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani is not with Trump anymore. He's on in Robin Hood. Um, God, I hope so. I so, hope so. Yep. I, I hope that dude is leaking dye down his face as he's trying to explain to the American public that just got fucked on this trading situation. He's like, well, listen, listen, everything, it, this is all legal. This is all, this is all legal. Um, it's all fine. It, we're going to be fine. Wall Street's going to be fine, and uh, we'll see you next Monday. And, you know, and what's wild, too, is that, um, you know, after Robinhood had halted trading, obviously everybody that was on there went and just destroyed them in the reviews on the Google Play Store and everything. Literally brought them down to, like, a one-star review. And then all of a sudden, all of those reviews went bye-bye. Google deleted 100,000 negative reviews on Robinhood and brought the, the app's rating back up. Because they well, were they were standing yeah. to lose their business, which then means Citadel was going to lose a lot of money when people stopped using Robinhood. And not only that, uh, yeah, Google Google decided to enter into the censorship realm. Facebook entered into the censorship realm. Uh, Twitter entered into the censorship realm, and they shut down any talk on stock trades. Well, and see, this is what we've talked about last week, the week before, and the week before that with the fucking Capitol Hill thing. We, Alex and I have talked about this. We, big tech needs to fucking pull their head out of their ass and say, we are, we are, this is what you can and cannot talk about on our platform, or we are a platform for free speech. And right now, it's looking that they're just going to become a censorship organization where if you don't say something that they don't agree with or that they don't like, sorry, your post is deleted, or you're yeah. even banned from using this platform. Matt, I would first like to say that we, uh, we may like to hire you as a transition guy because your transitions have been fantastic. Um, but I literally had this written down because this is something that I wanted to talk about as well. Reddit banned at once at one point in time Wall Street bets for quote unquote hate speech. Um, it, it only lasted for a couple hours. Um, until what was the other part of that, Alex? Because you texted yeah, me it was on. hate speech yeah. or something else. Um, no, the, the other part was Facebook banned Robinhood Investors Group, which was about 125,000 people that uh, were literally in a group on Facebook called uh, Robinhood Investors. They banned that group for, uh, I believe it was 48 hours, 48 to 72 hours for quote unquote adult sexual exploitation. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, not making, no I'm, I'm not making it up. You can Google search it right now, or I should say duck, duck, go. Um, but yeah, so the guy um, reached out to Facebook right away. The creator, I, the guy's name is lost on me right now. I apologize if he ever somehow listens to this. Um, but he basically reached out to Facebook right away and said, we're a group of investors. They're, I moderate everything. There, there's never once been any sort of adult sexual exploitation whatsoever. I believe that was Wednesday. His, uh, he woke up and saw his group got banned. Um, Friday morning, he woke up and his group was magically back and active. He has not heard from anyone in Facebook. 
he has not seen a screenshot or an example of quote-unquote adult sexual exploitation. But coincidentally, you know what it coincided with was when Robinhood decided to halt trading on GME, i.e. GameStop. Don't fucking tell me anymore that this shit ain't all connected together and there's not some group working together i.e. big tech, big business, Facebook, Amazon, Wall Street. I don't fucking care who you want to group into that anymore. It, it, it is so blatant that it literally makes me angry. It makes me so mad that this shit happens in front of our eyes and they think that we're stupid enough to not connect the blatant dots that a four-year-old could put together and realize that this is market manipulation at this point it's not even a conspiracy like a conspiracy theory any, anymore i am I'm almost 100 percent convinced these people don't go to their respective offices across the country they all meet in one room and they sit there with all these monitors up but just watching everything and then when shit goes haywire they're all like let's I mean, group let's go let's go pull the sound the alarm we gotta we gotta we gotta shut it down just fucking shut everything down that might be a little tinfoil hat that they all meet together in the same room, but um, you get the point. They're all on the phone. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There's well, phone calls. Well, well, with COVID, it could be a big virtual room. True. They're all they're <laughs> yeah, all on a Zoom yeah. call together. Like ah, we're all losing our ass. Facebook, shut this people down. Reddit, Wall Street bets is making us lose money. Shut them down. Twitter, ban Trump for no reason. Like what? what you 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 think the one percent is trying to keep you in your place? No. You guys are crazy. <laughs> That's not Come the on, American dream. Well, that, no, you're crazy. That uh, that that in my opinion is is the point, and this is actually something that Alex and I discussed over uh, over text earlier this week. Um, part of the reason this this movement has been unifying, I feel like, is because um, it's kind of let everybody realize that we're we're in the same fight. And by we, I mean the the regular Americans. Uh, yes. And then, honestly, at this point, Wall Street Bets is international. We've got support from all over the world. Europe and Asia, both um, on Wall Street Bets, like, let's get it. Yep. But um, it, it's really the the whole point here is, um, you know, the people in power stay in power by convincing you to be more pissed at your neighbor who thinks differently than you than to be than pissed at them. Because when you're pissed at them, you do crazy things like short squeeze the shit out of GameStop and cost them $70 billion. Right. Right. And and that's what needs to happen from now on. Um, like, for instance, in Australia right now, and this is totally left field, uh, and maybe none of you guys know this, but the Australian government has come out and said to Facebook and Google, if you run a story that is written by an Australian publisher. You can't run that for free. You have to pay the publisher. And Google and Facebook have both kicked back and said, we're not going to do it. And they said, you will pay or you will leave. And Google has threatened to pull out of Australia completely. And Australian government has said, "We we won't be threatened. There's Microsoft Bing. There's other search engines. We don't need Google. Well, that's... But if you're gonna if you're gonna run Australian news from an Australian news organization, you're gonna pay the Australian news news organization for using their stuff. But that's gonna be crazy because if Google pulls out of Australia, and this is just 
like the nerdy video game side of me, there's plenty of content creators in Australia that publish on YouTube and and use Google like extensively that like, that's going to, that's going to hurt them a lot. But I mean, in the end, you, at least some, some government is standing up to big tech saying do what's right. And I think that's the thing is for me, it's the government standing up going, no, you're not pushing us around anymore. I don't care who you are. You know, and that's what yeah. has to happen here. Is, yeah. And I think that's what happened here in the last week and a half or two weeks. You're not pushing us around anymore. Well, and it's good to that. see because it's not, it's it's taking the partisanship out of it. It's not, a, it's, it's a, nobody cares yeah. whether or not you're a Republican or a Democrat or a third party at this point. Everyone's come together and be like, let's fuck the big guy. Well, and it's like you and I talk prior to going live, uh, Ben, with Wade. You know, like ABC, uh, excuse me, AOC and uh, uh, Ted Cruz. Don Jr. And, out and, and, and Donnie Jr. Wrong. This is wrong. When, you know? when there's a week where AOC, Ted Cruz, Ben Shapiro, Mark Cuban, Elon right. Musk all come out and they all say, hey, look, uh, we know what's going on here and this is fucked up. Uh, when they all agree, you know that, all right, this is fucked up. Like, this is not cool what's going on here with a blatant market manipulation. And when all of those people can come together and put their partisan issues aside, whoever thought GameStop would be the thing to unite our country, but God bless it, let's go. I mean, it's been yeah. uniting but- the, the, the gaming community for years and our hatred of how they ran their business. So now it's just bled out to, to everyone else. <laughs> hey, hey man, you're talking about my profit now. Let's, yeah. let's, not, let's not be taking shots <laughs> profit. Um, no, and, and I'm encouraged by the, um, by how, how it's united. And I mean, you know, those are some, uh, a lot of big names. Um, I'm, call me a little bit of a skeptic that uh that anything will be done about it but um you know we'll see um i'm I'm, anything that can get all those people talking about the same thing uh at least uh, is newsworthy um you know i will say this and, and ben you've talked about it a little bit you know um if they uh if they try to try to keep screwing over the retail investors um you know we we saw in we saw a record voter turnout uh, in this most recent political election. Um, I would, uh, I would, I would challenge the members of Congress who uh, who aren't doing anything about this or who say they're going to, and if they don't, um, maybe you'll end up with another record turnout the uh, the next election, and uh, and you'll be replaced by people who uh, who will do something about it. You know, and I hope party baby spike and let's go. <laughs> I hope that this doesn't become uh just like a a, a quick blip uh on the on the radar or a blip in time where everybody was unified for just a second and then went back to how things were. I, I hope that everybody kinda takes this minute and, and really looks at it and goes, Wow, we, we rallied together around this one thing. Maybe we can do that about other stuff. And and well, they can yeah, and I, I agree. And I don't look I love the capitalist program, okay? I think it's probably the best one out there. I don't think it's perfect. Don't get me wrong. I don't think capitalism perfect. Uh, I, but I think it 
it's the best thing that we have out there. Okay. Well, but if you're going to start, if you're going to start regulating to where the little guy can't get ahead, and only the big guys and only the elites can make the money, then that's that's talk of revolution. You know, that's talk. Well, that's, of, that's not capitalism. That that's cronyism, and right. uh, that's what we've. We've been dealing with uh, we've been dealing with that for a while, right? I agree, Wait, I agree. Yeah, we went from capitalism, and it's you know when we started to okay, this is good, and then people figured it out like most economical machines how to manipulate it and where the loopholes are, and then you know we we got into what Wade said, which is cronyism, and and Spike would applaud your use of of crony in in that sense, <laughs> um, but. But yeah, no, so I, I, I just, I just, my, my hope is that we look at this and go, wow, we got unified on this point and, and took partisan or bipartisanship out of it. And then may, oh, maybe we can move forward and look at things like, oh, I don't know, COVID, for example, and, and take out, uh, the, the partisanship that happened in that and just look at it specifically as a health crisis or, and a pandemic, which was, which is what it is and, and stop looking at it as a, as a way to get votes. Uh, you know, and other such things. So, you know, maybe this will help catalyst um, some thought in, in that direction as well. Well, again, it's yet another example of why so many people are fighting the same battle, but we're being told that we're on different sides of the fence because mainstream media tells us that we're on different sides of the fence. We're all fighting the same battle in the sense that we're tired of being taken advantage of. We're tired of being told what to do. We're tired of being told this is what's best for us. So here, drink your drink your milk and eat your cookies and everything is going to be fine. And just trust the big guy, right? I.e. while the big guy collects 70 cents on the dollar and we get 30 cents, right? It, it's the what, same. Uh, Go ahead, Wade. Well, I was just going to say, uh, what, what, was the, uh, what was the amount that um, billionaires' wealth has increased during uh, the COVID pandemic? Oh God! Ex- in the general, I, I, exponentially. It, it starts with trillion. Uh, they made, trillion is. Uh, they made is nine that, think, trillion. They made yeah, nine trillion. Say. Which is, I and think, the, yeah. And the working class lost seven point six trillion. Which I think is why I think that's part of the reason, or part of the the statistic that Tulsi Gabbard took a look at when she wanted to introduce that uh, excess profit tax. Uh, bill to Congress. She yep. she put put for was working on to put forth um, a bill that would that would tax companies that have made um, excess profits. So what it did is it looked at your profits historically from like 2010 to now, and and then it looked at that and go okay this is your typical profit range. This is what you normally make. And now we are in, you know COVID protocols. You've made X amount of money over what you normally made. So we're going to tax that as well. And then she wanted to take the tax dollars from that and redistribute it back down to the little guys that are struggling. And I'm not, I'm not opposed to that, honestly. And by the way, uh, just for your own benefit, Alex and Ben, Tulsi Gabbard would probably be a good po- podcast because she has really come out in the last couple of weeks to a month, and she's got some very libertarian views well alex and i have said before we both like tulsi gabbard a she's a veteran I like tulsi a lot yeah and she's one of the more moderate democrats which both of us could get behind Let i me, like a lot of the stuff she says so i if we could reach out and find a way to get tulsi gabbard on here i'd 
lose my mind more than when we had Spike on. Like, look, man, <laughs> I will, I will do my absolute best. I don't I know who I need to get in contact with, I but. Have. And I don't agree with everything that Tulsi has to offer policy-wise. I not even close. Um, right. One of my favorite things about Tulsi is she is best friend, or I don't even know if I should say best friends. She's good friends with Dan Crenshaw, which is one of my favorite Republican right. guys. Yeah. Um, and he said, and she said on Joe Rogan's podcast that they may vigorously disagree on policy, but at the end of the day when it's time to take the business hats off, they can go have a beer and, and they're good friends and they have a lot of common ground together. What, what, um, what people can be, people can be friends and have differing views. No, what? That, that's not America. Come on. Exactly. I know. It's like, it's exactly, it's like they know how to take their, you know, their business and do their job. And then they just leave that at the job. Which Almost is like it's a professional crazy. event, which you shouldn't take personal feelings into that realm right no, no. like that's weird to how that should work um yeah i'll work on tulsi gabbard we'll, we'll get well, I, need to, I need to we'll figure out it. who i need to talk to in, in her sphere to see if she she'd grace our humble i'll, I'll call joe rogan and see if i can get her yeah he's yeah, got yeah, context that's, right. yeah. Your buddy joe. that's our yeah, next I'll one buddy i'll just joe. we'll just call joe and be like hey we're huge fanboys um since we're here also could we either come on yours or you come on ours and also while we're here tulsi gabbard you got some pull there. <laughs> I, I don't don't see any scenario that doesn't work out perfectly for you right. guys. Uh, <laughs> should be fine. Should be fine. This would be okay. Should be fine. We just have to lead with we interviewed Spike. We interviewed Spike Cohen. That's 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 cool, right? Like that's our one nugget. That's our one one like thing we have. That's our intro. Oh, you, you right guys now. aren't you guys aren't gonna tout that, that uh, you had me and Matt as guests on. Yeah, I'm a little offended by that. We well, also had week. the two smartest people we know. <laughs> <laughs> that's next week when we tout you guys. Right. We've had so many guests. We have so many. We've had we've had the best guests. Trust me, all our guests are great. All our friends we, tell us our guests are the best guests. We had guests. an Australian. <laughs> we had a Texan. We had Spike Cohen. I mean, at this point in time, we're as legit as we're international at this honestly. point. Like, yeah. Squash says discount Jamie is on, by the way. This has been the best trade deal in the history of trade deals. I am the president. It's great. Everything yeah. is fine. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm interested to see how the rest of this plays out and what this week brings. Um, if anybody is on Wall Street Bets with enough Reddit karma um, to post on there, I need you guys to um, get them on Nokia. That'd be the next or good sundial. one. Or Sundial. One of those two. Really just drive yeah. that one up. Crank uh, Sundial. They got no debt. They're good. True. They just announced that they're debt-free. This is by no means financial advice, everyone. But <laughs> No. No, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I should have uh, I, yeah, I should have clarified at the beginning. Uh, I make no claims to be a, uh, a market uh, expert or financial advisor. Uh, although I did have a, an excellent conversation with a buddy of mine who is a financial advisor uh, <laughs> last night. He sent, he sent me some uh, some great reading during this podcast. What's up, Mike? Glad you're uh, glad you're watching. Um, but uh, yeah, so I uh, can you this can is you my disclose, financial advice. Can you disclose what your financial advisor said? Um, it wasn't. It, we actually uh. I mean, he is, uh, he's definitely much more of a conservative investor than, than I am, at least with regards to GameStop specifically. Um, 
but he manages other people's money. So uh, if I was managing other people's money, I would manage it very differently than I do um, this specific portfolio. And, and, you know, I, this, uh, you know, I've got mo- a couple different portfolios or a couple different holdings that are, that are, you know, some are more conservative, some are more, uh, um, some are riskier with higher rates of return. So, um, but I don't want to steal Mike's thunder. Maybe, uh, maybe you guys will have to have him on later. He, uh, oh, fuck it. We're down for it. He's a, he's, he's a very sharp dude. You guys would, uh, would probably enjoy talking to well, him. Oh yeah. You mean email but Alex that dude's contact info and we can definitely get on that. Yeah, too. No kidding. For See, sure. that's the thing. No way. Right. These hedge funds manage other people's money. And as you just said, if I was managing other people's money, I'd be a little more freaking conservative because it's other people's <laughs> money. And they're well, not. This, no, they don't care because it's not the, their they're, money. They're more worried about their damn commission on what they do than they are about other people's money. Well, this this is, I mean, I'm not going to say this is the first instance because obviously we had the, uh, the crash in 08, but... Uh, Shorting the shit out of a stock over a hundred percent used to be the easiest money out there. Right. The the only problem is is uh, when you get you get called out and get short squeezed. Yeah, when you get um, caught with your pants down. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, and so anyway. <laughs> Discount, Jamie. Can you uh, talk to Wade's people and find his financial advisor? Thanks, Squash. We appreciate. Yeah, you. Uh, Mike. If you're in there, you can click on Squash's name, and actually, there's an option to whisper him on Twitch. So if you want to link up and and get that let's get that popping, that'd be cool. Um, should we Should we ask Chat? We're at a hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, I think uh, I feel. I would think that Chat has some questions. By yeah. now. I don't know if they do or not. Yeah, I but... feel we're at a point where uh, at least us four have kind of kind of wrapped up. So, um, chat. Let me let me ask you guys. What do you guys have? Uh, if you guys have anything. Um... And while while we're waiting um, for chat, I just want to ask our two guests. What do you think legality wise comes out of this? Do you think Robinhood's terms and conditions will cover them? Do you think that they are in for any sort of um, class action lawsuits? I guess we'll start with wade um do you what do you think happens this next week galileo um um i mean i'm i'm not a lawyer so uh, i'm i'm hesitant to make any kind of legal predictions and i have to be honest i haven't uh gone through their their t's and c's uh as closely as you know i would uh in, in other circumstances but um you know class action lawsuits are never good for business um Robinhood was hoping to uh, to IPO at some point in the the not too distant future. Um, I, I would I would suspect that probably is delayed, and if it's not um, is not going to go as well as uh, it probably would have before all this started. Um, I, I hope so. I hope there's some regulation, and and if especially if um, if they're able to ascertain, um, you know any kind of actual concrete proof. I mean, you know, it is what it is. We, I I think we all think we know what happened. Um, I I feel like I've got a decent handle on it, but, um, I hope so. Uh, If if they were really doing what we think they were doing, absolutely. I I hope there's something because, you know, you can't cut the retail investors off and allow the hedge funds to still trade. Uh, I just, that's, yeah, I know they've cool. been able to trade after hours too. If I've like heard everything right and and seen everything, which I feel is kind of sus. That is, 
That is correct. Dad, what do you got? Yeah, I kind of agree with Wade. Like, um, I think if the if the SEC and the government are going to step in, then they need to look at all sides. Uh, firstly, no one should be allowed to short a company more than its float. That should be illegal to begin with. And so hedge funds should be pulled up for that. If you're if you're shorting a company 140% of its float, then there's a problem. Um, if the SEC starts looking at it, then my my hope my hope is if there is if there is any regulation that comes on the big guys, if there is nothing to happen, then it happens to no one. If they start regulating the retail investor, I feel like the little guy will just look for another avenue to screw the big guy, right? And I don't think that's oh, yeah. wrong. I do not think that's wrong, okay? Um, there comes a point in time where the 1%, the elite, call them whatever you want to, have to learn. We want our chance to make it and you can't keep pushing us down all right um they're they're pariahs they like to they like to weigh in and take their money from us but when we beat them at their game they want to cry on national tv too bad suck it up buttercup you lost stiff shit right it's, it's one of the things i saw it was like uh it's been floating around. I think I've seen it on Twitter, Twitter and a couple other things. But it was like, you think this is funny, like sticking it to the man? You think it's funny that there's a bunch of MBAs out on the streets now with no jobs? You think it's you know funny that you're doing all this to the stock market? And I, I, I hope that this dude was being sarcastic, but the vibe that I was getting from it was this man was very serious. And I was like, yes, I think it's hilarious that this is happening. And uh, I don't care. I, I well, and I didn't think it was fucking funny when they crashed the housing market. Yeah, like right. so they they the same thing. Good, right? like, they okay. they laughed and took billions of dollars, and now that we flipped the script and they want to cry, like I, hilarious, hilarious. Here's here's your medicine and no sugar to help it go down. Like sorry. And and squash has a couple of questions that I think are really good ones that I think we want to get to in a second. But um, to circle back on what we're saying right now. Um, no one the 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 narrative coming from the billionaires right now is these greedy millennials who just got their stimulus checks all are trying to see a short return in the market and they're crashing everything that we've worked for and this isn't what the market is supposed to be blah 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 well guess what motherfucker this is what you made the market to be this right. is what you created by the entire short system and options system that you created. So now we're beating you at your own game. And now you want to cry these alligator tears and expect us to feel sorry for you. You can go piss in the wind, bro. Cause this is the system you created. This is the system you've made millions of dollars off of. And now that yeah. we figured it out and that we're the little guys starting to profit off of you, 
you want to come on and call us greedy? Yeah, that's the pot uh, calling the kettle I mean, black. Like, you. come on. Uh, that, that's fuck not the you. pot calling Are you the kettle kidding black. Me? That is the that is the the blackest pot in the history of the world calling the kettle Are, black. You yeah. created this system. You made it. You set up the constructs in which we're playing within right now. They just were and banking on the we fact finally that we figured out how to play it. You want to step in and not only cry alligator tears and say we're greedy, but you want to manipulate the market and say you can't buy back in to drive the price up anymore because we're losing billions. Look, of this is what I did. Gonna, they're going to have to sell our second yacht. You know what, dude? I don't even have the vocabulary to tell you what I think about you. This is they're I don't doing even have the vocabulary. They're doing what I did as a kid growing up, right? So I would play games with my brother and sister, and when they started beating me, I said I'm altering the deal. <laughs> and would change the rules of the game so that I would win and then they would get pissed, right? And then they'd go get dad and dad would be like, "Kia! Stop changing the rules." And that was like, ah, so I, in this case, I'm the hedge fund and the, the, the little guy is crying and then here comes daddy Congress and they just bitch slap me in the next week. Cause I fucked with the little guy. So, you know, that's, I, I that's, a that's not how it happens. Normally they bitch slap the little guy and allow the big guy to still make money. Well, this time the script has changed. Because Hopefully. the big guy is who puts the people in Congress. And right. that, I think that's the thing you got to look at is that we are, we're looking at a revolution in, in a sense that these guys that make billions of dollars on hedge funds and everything else are financing these politicians. And it doesn't matter what side of the aisle they're on, they're financing them to keep them in power in order that they can keep the rules the same so these guys can keep making their money. And we've talked about that before in this podcast, so I'm not going to jump down that rabbit hole again. We talked about it last week. If you want to hear about our thoughts on that, watch last week's episode on YouTube. Um, Do watch, Mike. I, I want to get to Squash's questions before we uh, forget. Go ahead. So Squash, Please. his first question is, do companies run out of the number of stocks they can issue? Uh, so that is that is regulated in some capacity, uh, as I understand it. Um, again, I'm I'm no expert on the market, but um, like there there is a there are are in people who are have invested in GameStop that are, are worried that GameStop is going to um, issue a ton of new shares, um, dilute the market, help the shorts cover. Um, my understanding, uh, and you know, if if uh, this is incorrect, and there's anybody who's listening that that understands this better than I do, um, is that has to be approved well in advance. Um, GameStop can't just say our our share price is at an all time high. You know, we're going to issue uh, a billion more shares and cash in on this money um, because you know the organization, the company has a fiduciary responsibility to the stockholders. I mean. Stockholders own the company. The, the company can't just do them dirty like that. Um, at least that is that is as I understand it. All right. Yeah, actually... that's correct. They've got to they've got to go to the SEC. They've got to go to the regulatory authorities before they even consider issuing any more shares. So when a company is launched um, based on um, uh, funds on hand and da da da, a bunch of other stuff. 
they get told how many shares they can issue. All right, and so based on what goes on in the marketplace after that, they get told if they can issue more shares or not. So that actually leads into Squash's second question pretty well, and it says he asked, "How has GameStop not run out of stock to sell at this point?" Uh, well, they have. There's there's a finite number of shares. That's that's how that's how the uh, that's how the short position got oversubscribed. It was 140 percent subscribed at one point because they the shorts had shorted 140 percent of the available share or the the shares in existence. Um, so yeah, that it, there is a finite number of shares. They have run out. Um, and as long as the, uh, that's why the mantra on wall street bets is hold the line, because as long as, as long as wall street bets and, uh, you know, there are large, the large, large hedge funds on the, on the GameStop side as well, um, that hold a, a large portion of, uh, of those shares, as long as they do not sell, um, well then, yeah, that, that's how you end up with a short squeeze, um, or uh, you know, even a, uh, yeah. No, and I saw something not long ago. I might have been yesterday or Friday or something. Uh, I think it was on Wall Street Bets that that said, you know, that as long as everyone holds and everything, we could indefinitely squeeze the price of GameStop shares, you know, to infinity. Uh, yeah, and that's you know that's true. There's a there's a finite number of shares, so. I don't know about GameStop. I haven't looked at Yahoo Finance to figure out what their float was, but let's say it was 100 million shares. They floated 100 million shares. That's all they've got. Um, that's out in the marketplace um, through Reddit bets and and, and, and the meme uh, trading that happened that uh, those guys bought up half of those shares. So there's 50 million still floating uh, of which some of those hedge funds have got short positions on that they've borrowed against as uh you know as was pointed out then uh you know they're holding those in a short position but the other guys that the insiders and those guys are still holding their shares you know so that's where the well, shares they're... are they're diversified out but at any point in time someone can throw shares on the market well that's what determines the price the minute shares go on the market if people are buying them and they're buying them more than they're available as supply and demand. More demand, less supply, price goes up. More supply, less demand, price goes down. And that's why it works in the short market for the Reddit army to continue to purchase and therefore the hedge funders to have to buy back in right. and it just continues to go up. So there, right. like you guys were saying, there is a limited amount of stocks whether or not GameStop would ever sell out of stocks, I don't think that that's an actual thing that would ever happen. But the closer we get to that number, the closer we're going to get to where we all want to be to say F you to the hedge funders and uh, have the price be where we want to be as the guys that got in early. So, uh, and the, uh, their, their fiscal year just ended. So uh, the, uh, insiders, I, the the people who own stock that are GameStop employees, uh, they are locked up until earnings are released uh, right. for the year. Right. Uh, I believe that's a a couple weeks, maybe a month. Right. So that that lockup actually starts tomorrow. Gotcha. All right. 
Um, chat, if you guys you guys have anything else for us, um, I'll give you guys a couple couple seconds to to get your fingers typing. Um, um, just a just a quick note: we've been at a solid twelve to nineteen live viewers tonight, and that is fantastic. We appreciate all of you, each and every single one of you. Because we, our numbers tonight of people asking questions, um, I think are even more than the Spike podcast. So, Matt and Wade, you guys might be more famous than uh, Spike. Might have more of a pull than. So. <laughs> There's definitely the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and if if we need filler time, I'll ask you guys if you think aliens are real. But we. Uh, no, <laughs> I think let's not get down that rabbit hole. We'll be here another half an hour. Yeah, um, we're already at a, what an hour and thirty. Yeah, an hour and thirty-five. So yeah, um, thirty-five. Chat, if you guys don't have anything else for us, um, thank you, thank you, chat, for being here and engaging with us. Uh, we do appreciate it. Appreciate you guys coming out every week. Uh, Dad and Wade, thank you guys for taking the time to come on our podcast and talk about stonks and what you guys think is is is, is happening um, with the markets and, and giving your advice and insight uh appreciate that as well um but yeah if uh if you guys don't have anything else we'll be back here again next week um uh, maybe tulsi gabbard maybe not discount jamie <laughs> discount jamie did hit us with a link to request uh tulsi gabbard so well fuck it we'll fill it out and see what happens um no but- i I do just want to say real quick, Wade, uh, Matt, thank you guys so much uh, for being here. It really means a lot because when I woke up, uh, what was that, Thursday morning and Robin Hood had hold of trading, I was so angry I was, at the world. I, I was I, pissed for everybody that was in Robin Hood, and I don't even use Robin Hood. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, holy man- market well, manipulation. So I don't know when if I had uh, already said this. the revolution, Ben, just. Just don't do it on. Just don't do it on Robinhood. Use Fidelity. Right. Well, I'm on TD. They're long game. They're long game stocks. Oh yeah, we got TD. Yeah, I got TD Ameritrade. Oh, oh, Hashtag ad TD Ameritrade sponsor us. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I'd already said it or not, but when Wade got in early, he had texted me and uh, had let me know. So I had bought some stocks, and so I had been watching it unfold. We had both had, and I text Wade probably more than I gr- my girlfriend, quite honestly um about sorry Kristen going on yeah sorry uh but well, we, she uh, does live with you yeah exactly um and when I woke up that Thursday morning and they had halted to trade it like I had finally found out enough about how this shit works to know that them halting trade was just a, such a blatant market manipulation Reagan you have to pause that I'm sorry you're gonna hear a background <laughs> um so excited she's watching yeah exactly it was such just like a a blatant act of manipulating a market to where they're losing their ass now all of a sudden and now they just won't let people interact in a way that will hurt them and i was we started this podcast to to fight for the little guy right to to bring people together and to let people know that the fight that we're fighting is not so far off. And I just, this is a perfect opportunity for us to continue to grow together and speak the same language. We might have disagreements, but we're all fighting for the same thing. And at the end of the day, 
was I freezing up? Yeah. At, at the end of the day, we can all sit down together and realize that most of us want the same thing. We're all fighting the same fight and we can all fuck the, the big guy and contribute to the little guy um, in our own different ways. Yeah, so. that's it, man. Better stop, that. dude. Google's trying to shut you down. Google heard, man. Google heard. They're honest. Um, Jeff Bezos, I know you on Twitch. Please don't shut us down. Um, but yeah, like the the main heart, the main heart, and we say this almost every every episode. The main heart of this this is is to be just another, uh, 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 essentially, I guess, like a third party media outlet for people to get their information from as as an unbiased source as possible. Um, you know, yes, Alex and I have our tendencies of of political leaning, but we try and keep it as middle ground as possible. Um, and, and we tried to keep this place as an open forum, which is, uh, why I wanted to do it on Twitch. Um, so people could come in and interact with us and have differing opinions. And if they can change our mind on something, then cool. And if we can change their mind on something, then cool. And it's happened a couple of times we have, um, you know, put our viewpoint out there and somebody's gone, huh? I never thought of it that way. And that's, it, it's super cool, um, to, to see that, but, but, you know, we're here to, to, you know, get, as unbiased truth out as possible to help the little guy out because we're little guys and, and and to to just bring some civility to to discussions again so maybe maybe anything that the guests want to close with ben yeah you guys have any up with? closing thoughts remarks start start with your dad because i started with wade last all time. right so dad anything anything you want to say in closing uh in closing wade good luck bro Glad you made some money. Glad you screwed the big guy. You know, hey, it's been a pleasure. Um, other than that, you know, think, people. Look look and research and really think about what you decide to do. Uh, because sometimes the choices you make come back to bite you on the ass. That's all I got. Amen. Uh, well said. Uh, and... and- Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. Um, Matt, I, I appreciate the, uh, the well wishes. Um, you know, let's, uh, let's send this thing to the fucking moon. Um, I would, uh, I would, I would, uh, I would, I would very much enjoy that. Uh, Alex would too. So, um, <laughs> no, in, uh, well, I say in all seriousness, I'm serious about that too, but, um, no, I just, I, I'm hopeful that the, um, the unity that this movement has has um, brought, I, I really hope that we're that we're able to keep that and continue. Yeah. Um, you know, ultimately, um, you know, our our friends and neighbors are 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 on the same side, um, and that's that's what I hope sticks from this movement. Whether um, you know whether we end up making a killing on it or uh, or not. Um, that's that's what I want to get out of this. If, um, yeah. So that that's really that's really my my message is, um, you know, you're just because people uh, don't think like you or vote like you uh, doesn't mean that they're not on your side because we're we're all on the same side. Uh, so, yep, you got it. Um, yeah, that's that's all I had. Uh, it's been great. Thank you for everybody that uh, that tuned in. Yep. And that's why we had both of you on today. Because you, you know, whether or not, like you said, Wade, whether or not people make a bunch of money off the game stock or they lose it or whatever, hopefully at the end of this, we can all realize that we're all fighting the same fight. We all want the same thing. And uh, 
we all want people to be better than they were yesterday, right? That's right. So we, all, we all we all want each other to to succeed. So, for sure. All right. Well, with that, um, we'll we'll end it there. Uh, you guys, um, be safe. Have a good week, uh, and we'll be back here again next week Sunday. You know, roughly the same time. You know how we like to play a little bit loose. Um, around the starting times but uh it depends on you know if we're having any guests or not but other than that uh we love you guys thank you for your continued support thank you for spreading the word out um, about our podcast um youtube thanks for doing what you do and uh until next week y'all have a good one see ya tell somebody you love them (laughs) yep